welcome to another edition of the Twin Bill Podcast, brought to you by NYY News TV. I'm your host, Alex Skyvich Poach, with my co-host and the idiot of the podcast, Luke Wow, I'm already being called out already. Well, listen, the MLB ain't doing shit, so <laughs> might as well throw digs at each other. But Okay, moron. Okay, so that, that was a great way to start the podcast. Anyway... Be sure to like, comment, subscribe to NYY News TV. Once baseball gets going, guys, this is going to be the channel. This is going to be the podcast of many on this channel that you need to listen to, that you need to tune into. Because l- listen, we'll be filled with topics news. eventually. If, if I'm not, if, if I'm not, we, have, to- we have obviously have topics. We just, you know, it's nothing regarding actual gameplay right now. See, I was about to say something. Then you, then you. You interrupt me. Anyway. Listen, I was just providing a good point, okay? Right. You could provide your good point. I said you could Okay, that's how you talk. Anyway, because during the MLB season, obviously we we tell the truth on this channel. We spit facts like no. No, I think you just lie. You just I'm the one that tells the truth on this podcast. You just outright lie. I'm talking the entire channel, Luke. I'm not talking about Well, everybody tells everybody tells the truth except you. Everybody tells lies except No, 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 no. I said I just reaffirmed my statement. I said said everybody tells the truth except you. Okay. Let me go again before you interrupt me for like the ninth time in the last two minutes. We tell the truth on this channel like no other platform like no other podcast company like no other outlet so obviously during the mlb season whenever the fuck it decides to happen uh you're gonna need to tune in to nyy news tv we're only gonna grow because of you guys and you guys will receive the truth fun opinions factual opinions based on evidence and all the other good stuff all the other good stuff here on nyy news tv and also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts for all the podcasts, not just our podcast. And follow us on Twitter. And follow us on Twitter, yes. Uh, Luca, your thoughts overall, just first thoughts before we get into our first subject. Well, Super Bowl obviously ended. The Los Angeles Rams beat the Cincinnati Bengals, which which concludes football season, which means I only have basketball left in College basketball, if I really want to focus on it, there's nothing else really going on because baseball can't get the heads out of their ass. Alex, what's the important detail you learned today about the CFO of baseball? Reportedly, per source, and this is a good source, the CFO of Major League Baseball will be coming to my college next week. Our college, because we go to the same college. So, uh, Alex, because you're on SF, because you're on SFC Terrier TV, you should ask him. Hey, hey, buddy, why isn't MLB got their shit together? You know, I would probably be kicked out and. Excel well, that's right. I'm stuff. the I'm the writer. I I write the articles. So right, but I would be reporting. So it's a good it point to both of us. But with that being said, listen, you I ask the questions. Excel. You ask the questions. I'll write the answers down. Yeah, but I'll be the most important one because I'll be interviewing the guy. And then I could twist his answers all all I want because that's what everybody does in the media now these days. They twist facts and words. Okay, Luca going a little violent here, but once again telling the truth. Um, but I would probably be expelled from school. 
I know he's coming, I think, for a finance class or something like that. Finance class. You know, Jack about a finance class. Can't even get the money situation right in MLB. So much unfavorable. So much how to make money. That's obviously why they put the rules in and all that other crap Mm. to cater to the crowds, to cater to the crowds of the people that are never going to watch baseball. But uh, you know, uh, I just thought I'd let you guys know that. How do uh? How about this? Here's another one. How to cut uh people? How to uh for low people and how to uh? What's the word I'm looking for? How do I say this in a much simpler term? How to screw people over just like they did to the minor league so they could save themselves money? You should ask him about that too. Yeah, he'd probably. You should also say what your what is your dickhead boss thinking? Because I shouldn't be asking people questions like that. But then again, those are the tough questions that the New York media will not ask Aaron Boone. Ah, see, I already went there. Yes. Just overall this week, I'm going to ask you in a second, uh, even though we're just coming off of complaining and harassing the freaking CFO of MLB, I wonder if anyone has the actual idea yet of going in front of the MLB offices in Manhattan and protesting, but I don't think it's going to happen because... No, then I could do Jack. ...concerned with other things and i forgot what i was gonna get to however with that being said yeah now let I me know. just interrupt you and say i don't think people that give that much of a damn anymore where they're gonna go out and pro- protest in front of the major league baseball office well i mean i'm just recommending it i'm just i know i'm not blaming you i'm just saying w- what the truth is okay okay um so did you get kind of an itch for baseball this past week i know there was some warm weather before the Super Bowl, a couple of days we went out, we played basketball, we did whatever. Uh, did you get an itch for baseball? Did you get itch just to either play a baseball game, watch a baseball game, just get the itch for baseball? Sort of, kind of, not really. I'll be honest. Honestly, I got it more probably than you did because I remember I, that's believable. Yeah, I I was watching, and I couldn't stay on YouTube for that long, but there is a a page that actually has full games from the 2021 season, and I was watching a little bit of a spring training game, and I was also watching a little bit of another game. I think it was Mother's Day. And then this came into uh, my suggestions, and I'm like, absolutely not. If I'm watching this full game, I'm watching Pete's full rant. Guess what game that was? Field of Dreams. Yeah. Of course it was going to be on there. It was a commercialized game. Right. But I'm just saying, overall, they do post a lot of good games. So if you want to not pay for MLB.tv or whatever the hell, even if they have like a game pass that the NFL has. See, if my choice of games would be like the 2011-2012 games, like when I was really young. Right. Maybe 2015 as well. There was a solid season, even though we just made it to the wild card round and got our – we got shut down by the Astros, but still. And Dallas Keuchel. I remember, just as a fun fact for you guys out there, and obviously if you've t- tuned into my channel, uh, Big Blue in the Bronx, you'll know this a lot, but here's a specific fact. The first year Luca probably got into baseball, really second year because that was like third grade, I used to fight with him at the kitchen table, not like fist fight, but the kitchen table on the counter, not on the counter, but this ain't wrestling. Um but he would want to watch baseball and I would want to watch kid shows, as I call them. I'm like, you know, there needs to be a distinction here between kid shows and baseball. And you think, see, about I was because- the adult when I was the kid, okay? I was the adult. Right. 
Right. And also, um, even though I'm the older one. Ba- even though baseball is considered a kid's game, I'm the older one. And just the irony yeah, of man. that. And also a fun fact, I don't know why I'm pulling this out of my ass right now, um, because we might as well start a conversation about it. My dad, sometimes when he would come home from work or whenever he had off or whatever, he would play baseball with Luca over here. And I didn't like baseball. It was like third grade. So I was just getting into it, whatever. And every time he would hit a home run into the bushes, into the woods in Pennsylvania, I would take his bat as he's rounding the bases and start smashing the branches in the woods. And my dad would call me Bam Bam. So there's a fun fact there. This is what this is what has turned into because baseball, because baseball has done this to us. Now we have to recite childhood memories. Oh my god! No. Oh my god, Alex! Would you have to bring that back? <laughs> oh, you want me to bring another thing back? When? Oh, oh, please! You know what? You already started already. So yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Um. I remember the one time where he threw a pitch and he th- he threw underhand because once again I yeah. wasn't very good and this was like third fourth grade and I swung and missed but Luca got hit in the balls. Yep, he was a catcher. Probably yep. didn't even know what a cup no was. cup no cup whatsoever. I'm not sure if I was even wearing a catcher's mask, but I do distinctly remember getting hit in the balls. It was painful. First time ever. Fuck with it. A real let's baseball. do it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Get hit in the balls. You know what? Let's shape up those balls. Twin Bill is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TWINBILL20. At manscaped.com, if my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. See, you probably didn't care about Manscaped or any ball-caring uh, equipment when you were in fourth grade. You only cared about whether you know it would hurt your balls or not because you got hit in the balls and you didn't even know uh, that you needed a cup. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought I'd bring it up because obviously I brought up the memory. And that was, by the way, everybody, that was improvisation. Improvisation. How the, how the fuck you say that? That's that was improvised right there. I didn't think about doing that. I was thinking about throwing a dig at the players and the MLB. I'll be like, well, obviously the MLB and the players' association don't have the balls to start spring training. Da 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 da. So I was originally going to do that, but I'm like, you know what? We're talking about this right now. Let's go ahead and do the manscape ad. So listen, there's your ad of the day. Twin build twenty. Save 20% on the performance package and a lot of their other stuff. So go check them out. Go support us. Go support some of the other podcasts on NYY News TV with their codes. Um, let's see. Any more childhood memories that I could probably I don't know. I'm lo- I've been looking this up for like the past few minutes. I remember in fifth grade when we went to Eckley's. Okay. You'll probably see where I'm going with this. Um. Going you know, to a we, coal mine, this is what no, we're no, talking no. about on a baseball not, It wasn't a coal mine, but I remember. It was a minor was like village. At, Who gives a shit? Yeah, it was a dumb trip anyway. Like, we were sitting on the benches. You know, we were ha- the teachers let us have some free time. So we had a paper ball. I was the catcher. I don't know who was pitching. Oh, I remember <clears> this. 
And one of my friends like hit the paper bowl. I think it was one of my other friends is coming around third, coming home. It's like a little collision. My wrist goes back. I'm like, Oh, I was screaming in pain. That was probably the, I'm and this is not even a lie. This is probably the worst pain I ever felt. I don't know if that I dislocated my wrist or I sprained my wrist. If somebody, if there's any a doctor out there, did I sprain my wrist back then or did I dislocate it? Eventually, it went it went back to normal. It's just it was like one or two weeks where I just couldn't move it correctly. Well, I'll give you three more baseball memories off the top of my head. So I remember this one time. Um, it was sixth grade. I'm not going to mention names because I'll probably get my ass sued because someone oh, makes stalking or whatever. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too far with it. So this kid and I brought my baseball stuff to school. I either hid it in my locker or did all that crap. It was sixth grade, and this kid had the baseball bat. And for some reason, he wouldn't let go, and he wasn't even playing baseball. I don't know what specifically happened there, but we took it from him like it was tug of war. And then the teachers found out about it and said, you're not playing baseball for recess. I'm like, this is so stupid. For the rest of the day, we couldn't play baseball. It was so stupid. And then... I remember one time, and this is not the first time it happened. I should say it's not the last time it happened. I had an umpire's mask, and I still have an umpire's mask. Don't ask me why. I liked being an umpire in, like, what, fifth grade. So I didn't bring my base to school, my home plate base. It was like, I don't know what it was made out of, but you could probably get it. Uh, it a sports the, store. Yeah, sports store, whatever. So it, it was it was like floppy. It, it was an actual, oh, my God, it's a, it's a home plate. So I used my umpire's mask. And this kid, he hits a home run, basically. It was an inside-the-park home run. And then he slides on it and basically busts his ass. He screwed so, up his, like, ankle or some shit. I don't know. I kind of felt bad for him, not going to lie. Well, obviously, because I thought he took an awkward step nothing on nothing better it. to do or nothing better to equip home plate. I thought he took an awkward step on it. I don't know. I I think he just busted his ass. And then in third grade, just the way we played baseball, I think it was so dumb just looking back on it right now. Oh, my God. um, You'd have the pitcher. You'd have the catcher. You'd have the – you'd have the hitter, obviously. Then you'd have people line up behind him. Nobody played the field. So throws a pitch. And we played on blacktop, so it's not like, you know, it was endless blacktop. Uh, where, you know, you could obviously play basketball on blacktop and all that other stuff. But basically it was pitcher throws the ball and hit it as far as possible, and then the pitcher has to go and get it. And basically every pitch was a home run. I just thought – I'm annoyed that, that we couldn't even so play stupid. on the baseball field. And I remember – also, first of all, the way we played baseball, well, not we, you know, how we played baseball, but on the field we played, of, it was it was so much covered in bear shit. I mean, that was, mm. you know, people talk bad, and I'm not saying they're wrong, but they talk bad about Brooklyn baseball fields. Boy, if you don't maintain your field in Pennsylvania, goose shit, uh, that's obviously a New York thing, but you'll have bear shit, you'll have deer shit. I mean, it's it's just inevitable. It's just ridiculous. Uh, welcome to wildlife. And then the one memory I have, I think I'm going to be done with this because this is have this has been a pretty lengthy discussion. I kind of like it's it. It's been a nice discussion. Yeah. Um, it was the last day of eighth grade, 
And I know what you're getting into. I had brought to school a fucking sponge ball. And we had a quick stick bat. It's not like the Derek yeah, look it up. commercial it's... where it's the, you know, it's it's different. So it was a quick stick bat. But then the quick st- let me just say the quick stick bat was used for little mini wiffle balls. It was to work on your bat speed. Yeah, would you believe Rob Manfred has smaller balls than that? Sorry, had to throw a dig in there. Anyway, so uh, the, the the science teacher I think got a um a tennis ball. So that's what we played with. But with that being said, the the wood shop teacher kept telling Luca to put on a mask. I think right is that correct? Kept mm-hmm. telling him to put on no, a mask. Technology teacher, not the wood shop teacher. Who, who gives a shit? He who taught seventh grade, so whatever. Anyway. Um, he kept telling Luca to put on a mask. And I'm not talking about pandemic, you know. That's another fucking debate. catcher's mask. Catcher's mask, umpire's mask, whatever. And he's like, you know, he kept telling him no, but that was what we were using for home plate, even though people have busted their ass on that many times. So, um, you know, with that being said, he had to put on the mask and we had to use something else as home plate. Or and then the guy told me to like back up a little bit. From home plate, like you, how am I supposed to call the balls and strikes when I'm this far out from home plate? Like, what do you want me to do, boy? And there was also, and I just don't know why. Like, it was so stupid. I think I think I'm getting this scenario right. So obviously, we would be let out. It was next to Blacktop Elementary School. It's like seventh or sixth grade or whatever. So there there was a group of teachers standing by by the. Was it a fire hydrant kind of thing? Yeah, it was. It was okay, a so fire New Yorkers, hydrant. You call it a Johnny pump. New Yorkers, I could call it a Johnny pump. But anyway, um, don't worry. I'm not one of them transplants. I was born in New York, moved to Pennsylvania, moved back to New York. Anyway, um, so one time they got hit with a baseball. Uh, baseball. It was a wiffle ball. Okay, it's the not an actual baseball. Ball. Trust me. If we could not tackle and touch each other in football at recess, they're not letting us play with the baseball. Anyway. With that being said, hit one foul ball back towards them. It's not like they couldn't move. So we had to go to this skinny little area to play baseball. They're like, uh, you know, go go move. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is the play. They, they, they were too out. Come on. You know they were busy too having they were too busy having social hour. That was uh that was pretty much all the teachers for like six to eight. I got hit by a wiffle ball grow up. Just, just Luca, you know what? Tell the story of of Michael's house this weekend. Oh god. So we were at my buddy's house this weekend. We were uh this was after we were playing basketball, as Alex mentioned earlier. We were playing basketball in the nice weather. So, you know, we were doing we went back into the uh his backyard. I call it, I can't call it a backyard because it's like a whole drive back end driveway for like the other houses that are right next to his. So, you know, we're supposed to play some wiffle ball. Why not? You had your catcher, you had your pitcher, one guy in the outfield. That was me. So there was this guy. It was double parked in front of the gateway, the driveway with the gate. So didn't move his car. I don't know what the hell he was waiting for. And eventually I found out. So my friend hits a ball that hits the, that hits the back of the car. Now that was the second time it hit the car. So the guy comes out of the car. I, I was actually trying to, you know, prevent that from happening. So he's like, hey, dude, come on. That's the second time that happened. I'm like, uh, do you understand? I'm trying to prevent this from happening. He's like, yeah, just don't do it again. I'm like. 
what are you so salty about? It's a wiffle ball. It's not going to crack your Michael window. And a couple other guys kept making snood comments to him. I forget what they were saying. Yeah, it didn't it? Didn't I don't know. He was eventually, I think, waiting for his girlfriend or something. PA license plate. What a wuss. Alex, I, I told you and I will tell you again, it's because cheap, they want cheaper insurance. Well, you know what? Get a fucking job then. Don't don't be worried. He probably has a job, Alex. People are so sure. With, Luca, people he's with jobs. worried about a plastic fucking wiffle ball. <laughs> and you're telling me this man has a job. A good paying job. This man don't work in construction. This man probably work at Chuck E. Cheese. I wouldn't even say Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese probably pays more, and their employees are probably tougher. Oh man, just a, just imagine. And then someone should someone should have went out there, told his girlfriend, be like, "Well, you know, I don't know how well you know." You know, should have went out there, and when the girlfriend got in the car, be like. Hey, I don't. I don't suggest you be with this dude anymore. He's scared of plastic balls. So maybe he's scared of his own balls. I don't get that statement. I don't get that statement at all. He's clearly afraid of balls, even though he knows what's hanging down there. Um, I'm, I'm just not gonna. Yeah, it's I'm the truth. Not going to go ahead and. Okay, anyway, let's go into the first subject matter. I mean, that that was totally unplanned. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This whole, yeah, it was whole all wiffle improv- ball improv- thing, that was unplanned. That was improvised. So, Luca, go ahead. All right, so pretty big thing in Major League Baseball happened today. It's not in Major League Baseball itself, but a incident surrounding Major League Baseball, kind of outside Major League Baseball. Right now going on is Eric K's trial. He was known, he's currently right now being... I shouldn't say indicted. He's charged with conspiracy with drugs and whatnot. People say, or the medical examiner and people surrounding that are claiming that Eric K was responsible for the drugs, well, responsible in which he gave Tyler Skaggs his death drugs, the drugs that killed Tyler Skaggs. So some important notes to take out of what I read in the article. Uh, Matt Harvey, CJ Crone, Cam Bedrosian, Mike Warren, all former Angels have testified at Eric K's trial. Andrew Heaney, former Yankee, was there earlier this week. Um, first off, Matt Harvey, Matt Harvey did admit he was a cocaine addict during his baseball career. Even with the Mets, he also admitted giving drugs to Skaggs during his season with the Angels, and he also admitted he had a supplier on the East Coast. My question is, did the really, did the Mets ever know about this? And if they knew about this, why didn't they do anything? Alex, what are your thoughts on this first part? I'm gonna say with the player, it's surprising. It's not like he has total character issues. I mean, he's just a fucking garbage pitcher. I'm just gonna put it like that. There he was, was once a video. Good. There was a video that came out today. I mean, it was not originally, you know, just coming out today. It's not like it's been hidden. But people have been noticing even more, okay, so he's admitted the use of cocaine and he was bleeding from the nose against the Los Angeles Dodgers. So is that, was that in a regular season game or was that a playoff game? I want to say it was during the day. So I'm going to go ahead and say it was during the, the regular season. Okay. All right. So the next note I put down was both both CJ Crone, Matt Harvey, plus Mike Morin and Cam Bedrosian all described what drugs were growing, going around the clubhouse 
approximately three years ago, all played for the Angels at some point from 2017 to 2019. Everybody, Harvey, Crone, Morin, and Cambodrosian received oxycodone from K, the drug supplier. And <clears throat> they also explained that many over-the-counter drugs like Tylenol were common in the big leagues along with oxycodone. So there's an interesting tidbit for you there. Now, Cambodrosian says he took one pill and then returned the rest after he did not like the after effects of that one pill. And then the next note says Andrew Heaney was the first witness of the week for the prosecution. Um, after that, the defense, the defense pressed it, not pressed it, pressed Matt Harvey and Mike Morin because they were asking, did you know the effects and the dangers of mixing alcohol with oxycodone? So kind of disastrous right there. Then Matt Harvey stated on trial that he threw out the remaining oxycodone pills after he heard about Tyler Skaggs' death. Now, he did not know yet about the cause of death. So that's pretty interesting. And then CJ Crone said he receives pills from <clears throat> Eric K while the Angels with the Angels in 2017 and was still getting them from him after going to the race in 2018. He said K was his leads and only supplier. Alex, your thoughts. So let me ask you a question. Does this point any guilt? And we know obviously yes, Matt mm. Harvey is now a confirmed cocaine addict, I, I guess we could put it like that, right? Cocaine, whatever the drugs that they, you know, they're saying, if it's not cocaine, it's something else, whatever. Um, with that being said, are there actually any signs as of right now that point to him uh, being the supplier for Ky Tyler Skaggs? Let me just point out that Skaggs died of an overdose of fentanyl. Now, we knew that K is supplying all these drugs, so he could be the guy. That is that was responsible for Tyler Skaggs' death. You're saying Harvey could be responsible. Not Matt Harvey. I'm saying the uh, drug supplier. Hey. Yes. That's who you're talking about. Um, and also, it's let's also mention that Tyler Skaggs also had a drinking problem. Yeah, and his wife threatened to go to the team's, uh, I don't want to say travel agent, but there was a team-like relations person. And, and tell him about the problem. Tell her about the problem. Tell him. Well, well, tell him about the problem. The communications director for the Angels was Eric K. Yeah, he he had a role. So I'm just saying because you said he uh, it was a Harvey's wife or someone's wife or Skag's wife. No, it was Skag's wife that wanted to report the um the wanted to report uh Skag's addiction to alcohol to the one guy. Let me let me find out for you who exactly it was. It was she did come out and say, "I'm sorry, guys." In the uh, in the uh, on trial, I think she might have uh, came out like I don't know, blasted out. I don't know what it was in more of an outburst. Um, just trying to find this right now. Uh, there there well, was something you, in. Why are you finally give my thoughts? So let me ask you a question. I'm now, I don't think this is going to happen because this is like any occasion with the Washington football team. And I'm not saying all oh, the Angels are Dan Snyder and all that other shit. But do you think this is going to open up a new set of investigations 
across the MLB, or do you think this is going to be a small time thing where they just swipe it under the rug? Eric K goes to jail, and basically Matt Harvey and all those other guys that took drugs are getting help. I'd say definitely this is. I think this is going to be a case where they sweep it under the rug. If it does, if something does happen like this again, I could see them. You know, yeah, I could see, definitely, 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 definitely seeing this as an investigation. But what do you think it's going to be? Um, they're going to swipe sweep this under the rug unless more people come out and say I've used oxycodone, Tylenol, whatever. But let me just say this. I actually just looked at this right now. Matt Harvey originally was going to use the Fifth Amendment before while testifying or just, you know, to get out of testifying. I heard that, I think. Yes. Then- and just in case you don't know what the Fifth Amendment means, it's right. It's the right not to right not to testify without immunity. The Fifth Amendment would be excluding you from incriminating yourself in court. And obviously, he got immunity. So, um, with that being said, he spoke what he spoke. If I'm yes. correct on that. So, um, my thing is obviously once again, you you make the case. I mean, there's several other people. I know we were in a group chat talking about it. Uh, oh, well, this guy took drugs. I think... Okay, that- I got the guy's name. Okay. His name was Tom Taylor, the traveling secretary. secretary. That's what Carly, Sk- Carly Skaggs threatened to uh, threatened over text message to uh, her husband, Tyler, to report his drinking problem to the traveling secretary. That's an interesting person to report to. Maybe just because of a close relationship, close friendship, I guess. Yeah, definitely. But let me say this just overall. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of players in the past and present that we may or may not know about. You know, Mickey Mantle, I think he was a drinker. I think he had... Yeah, he beat his wife. Yeah, I was about to say he did have domestic abuse allegations. But people can say, oh, well, this guy took drugs or or whatever the case may be. And I'm not going to say, you know, there should be a double standard or whatever. I think people are just looking at this with a bigger microscope because this revolves around somebody dying from Mm -hmm. you know the same amount of drugs or whatever the case may be it's all connected around the los angeles angels but once again you know it may not mean so much in the bigger picture because mlb and anyone else might try to just sweep this under the rug send eric k to jail so on and so forth get matt harvey and all those other guys help uh if you have anything to add add I mean, it'd be interesting to to see if uh, Eric obviously he doesn't have a guilty verdict, but Eric. Well, in my assumption, he might be pleading guilty, but I don't think he is. It'd be interesting to see if uh, Eric K comes out and says, "You know, I've given drugs to a lot more people," and then they would have to be placed on the stand. So, obviously, we don't know anything about that yet. So. I don't think right, he's going to do he, it either. But if he said that, that doesn't really make too much sense because he would be incriminating himself more. He would have to allocute. He would have right. to allocute but, that. Well, my, my point is that we're talking about not just drugs, but the main point of this whole thing and why we're finding this stuff out is because we're trying to find out what happened with Tyler Skaggs. Yeah. How many years later? So, you know, there's there's the whole big picture on that but just overall and it's going to be a sad state of affairs it's not going to be a surprising state of affairs i think 
Eric Kay probably goes to jail. Matt Harvey, whoever else is currently addicted, they get help. And um, that's that. That's that. Swipe it under the rug, MLB. That's what's going to happen. And I don't have any high expectations because this is what happens. This is what happens in sports. And, you know, they don't want to look bad. So they're going to swipe shit under the rug and have a fall guy. And once again, Eric K most certainly can be guilty of giving the drugs to Tyler Skaggs. But with that being said, there's probably a lot more to know. It's just that we're not going to find it out. Yeah. So if you want to go on to the next subject. So next, before we get into MLB and MLBPA stuff that happened on Saturday, MLB wants to cut more minor league jobs and also have minor leaguers be furloughed. In case you don't know what guys, what a furlough is, it's a time period where the employees take either a pay cut or just don't get paid at all. So let me just start off with the first detail. Jeff Passan of ESPN said the MLB wants to cut the amount of players a team can have in the minors below 150. The domestic reserve list currently allows teams to roster 180 players. According to Passan, MLB is proposed to keep that number the same in 2022 and reportedly has no plans to reduce the roster size in 2023, but could choose to increase or decrease the size afterwards. And we're not just talking one team. We're talking about an entire system. Double A, double A, triple A, single A, low A, all together, all together. Here's my thing. There's two sides to look at this, and they're not good. The MLB has, and I've said this before on multiple occasions, they've been fucking over minor leaguers for years. Living in cars, living in hotels, getting paid chump change, no housing, stuff like that, right? So the ultimate outcome is likely two things of this kind of situation. Now that the MLBPA is hearing about it, now that we're hearing about it. I know in the past, I think Passon said that the MLBPA has declined this type of stuff. I think he it mentioned probably stuff did. about it. I'm not too sure. But here is where it's a lose-lose situation, in my opinion. Agreement where the MLB, the MLBPA agree overall. We get spring training, we get a regular season, whether it's delayed or not, and then the minor league players lose their futures, they get cut, all this other stuff. Or you could have the other side, which could be good to a good, uh, you know, could be a good cause in the end. The MLB, MLBPA disagree, and it just shows because they can't even get a number where they can agree on the minimum salary, because I think the MLB is at, what, 570? What's the number? The In all terms of... Uh, in terms where of they're all... standing right now in the CBA and all that stuff, because I know the MLBPA is at 775. There's six, uh, MLB wants 615000 to be the minimum salary. There's a little bit of an update in the, uh, the next section. Okay. So in terms of that, before we go on to anything else, the one negative I already mentioned, they agree, MLB, 
you know, they agree, agree to cut the minor leaguers in the future, limit the rosters, stuff like that. And, you know, the players losing out are the minor league players, not prospects, because the prospects will get firsthand treatment. And, you know, not to take away from the, the prospects probably get treated like shit because of sleeping in cars and all that other stuff. But I'm just talking the minor league players that we probably have never heard of. Uh, you know, the Trey Ombrigues, the Chris Gittens, the Kyle Holders, the Brandon Wagners. You know, there's a lot of names you could place on this that list. Or I'm talking, which would be a good cause, the MLB, MLBPA can't get their numbers straight, can't agree on anything in terms of the minor leaguers, they'll say, you know what? Screw you, Manfred. Screw you, owners. We're not cutting any more minor leaguers. We're not cutting any more teams. And we can't even agree on a minimum salary. With that being said, we're not going to agree, which means we're going to delay the season even longer. So that would be bad for us fans. Minor leaguers, not necessarily, but also their chances at major league level baseball, the stadium workers. So it's a lose-lose situation, but the MLB is mostly on the side of fuck you, everybody, MLB, MLB owners, stuff like that. And also people have to remember, I'm not defending him by any stretch of imagination. Um, Rob Manfred works for the owners and he's doing yep. exactly what they want. They make he's him his exactly money. exactly what they want. I'm pretty sure, and I'm not saying Manfred probably didn't have this idea. But uh, the owners probably put the idea in Manfred's head of cutting all these teams back in 2019, 2018, Saves 2020. Money. Yeah, money. And there's just so many things right now that they're disagreeing upon that Manfred's bringing to the table, the owner's bringing to the table, and the player's like, nah. But the problem is just overall where you could kind of take the Switzerland side of it. How about both sides just fucking agree and we could get back to baseball where minor leaguers can play, major leaguers can play, the stadium workers are back, and all that stuff. And we, as fans, can give you money. We go to the ballpark. So I think that's where you can take line. And I think a lot of people are feeling that way more and more and more of as long as this thing goes, more blame goes to the player's side, not just to point the finger, but like, okay, you guys are not agreeing on anything. We want baseball, the stadium workers, everybody's missing out. So you know what? Just agree and get on the fucking field already. Yeah, definitely. You you don't have a view on that. No, I I, I second everything you said on it. So to the next part we go. The bonus pool, pre-arbitration bonus pool, the league offered a five million dollar increase to the pre-arbitration bonus pool, upping it to $15 million. That was, if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to think. That was the $10 million and $100 million, right? I believe so, I think. Because that it makes like, the most sense, at least from my recollection. Yeah, it was like, I think, the top 30 players, and then there was a pool of like a certain amount of money. It would be divided money each. But $5 million is going to do it. No, they upped it for five million, so it's now fifteen million. No, but I'm just saying five million is definitely gonna make the difference. An increase of five million is gonna make the difference. Oh yeah, def definitely. In next part, the MLB raised the luxury tax thresholds by two million in the final years of five, three years of five over the deal. They would now progress as two hundred and fourteen million, two 
214 million, 216 million, 218 million, and 222 million. So they're basically in terms of it's in the terms of the CBA, Alex. It would be this. Let's just say the CBA is five years, right? First year, 214. Second year, 214. Third year, 216. Fourth year, 218. Final year, 222. That's stupid. It's like the salary cap in the in football. Well, it's a, it's like the salary cap in different players' contracts because a player will be making this much this year, it goes up, it goes up, it goes up. But I think that's just stupid. I mean, so the next one, MLB also offered a new option, a straight minimum of six hundred and thirty six hundred thirty three six hundred and thirty thousand. The first year of the deal with ability for teams to give raises as they see fit, as they have done in the past in years two and three before players hit arbitration. It also means players can be renewed for smaller raises. So that is the minimum salary. Is that correct? I believe that's where they are at. They still disagree. Both MLBPA and MLB still disagree on minimum salary. Still apart. Uh, more I read into this shit, I get less and less optimistic. And that's not a good thing. And I'd hate to tell you, Alex, that was pretty much all they discussed. And they were in there under an hour. Yep. The owners probably went to fucking Disney World after. They probably got high with Mickey Mouse. If you want to put it that way, I guess so. Um, So let me ask you, Luca. Let me ask you. We did this in 2020 when there was no sports whatsoever, but I'm just going to ask you overall thoughts and what you would do because it's likely heading that direction. I'm not being... Sugarcoating, I'm really being less optimistic and more pessimistic by the day. No baseball until April, May, whatever. You make a date for yourself, whatever. Um, What are you going to do till then in terms of sports? What are you just going to do overall? Listen, I'm going to write my articles about, you know, the Jets and football in the offseason and free agency. And I'm also going to just watch the Knicks and basketball. That's pretty much it. I'm going to see what free agency looks like for the Jets and whatnot, see what happens just in football and basketball. I don't know, maybe a little college basketball for Notre Dame since they're playing really well. But that's, that's pretty much it. Um, my next question is, are you going back to NASCAR? If you have nothing to do on a Sunday. Maybe. Not too sure. Okay. I was thinking about going back to NASCAR. I'm like, eh, we'll see what happens. Because it's it really depends for me. It really depends for me. And it's not necessarily a New Yorker type sport. But, you know, it's yeah. interesting in 2020 when nothing else was on. And, uh, well, baseball is my favorite sport. So you got to replace it with something. And I'm trying to get into the Knicks as most as possible. But, uh We'll see. Um, Luca, any final thoughts before I close out? Uh, final thoughts. Um, still no movement with MLB and MLBPA. What a surprise. Uh, MLB continues its scumbagginess with the proposed cutting of minor leaguers, minor league players. Um, nothing changed. more things change, the more things stay the same. And it's pretty much that. 
Yeah, so if you guys haven't already, please like, comment, and subscribe. Turn on post notifications so you know when the channel goes live, when a video is released, stuff like that. Obviously, there is a week-long schedule minus one day for different podcasts, as Nate Spitters, The Fellas, Gian's World, Chef Talk, Como Estas. Yep. So there's a lot of fun podcasts. Um one day we should just go out and have fun. And Pete's probably watching this or one of the podcast guys that we have on here. We should do a wiffle ball tournament or a wiffle ball game. Or a wiffle ball home run derby. I think that'd be Not fun. Bad. Well, I mean, we're the youngest, so we might win. Might. We yeah. Might. Well, you're the youngest out of the group, but yeah, well, we might win. Anyway, uh, please check out my channel. That's Big Blue in the Bronx. Trying to get to 400 subs and leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. That also follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter as well. We're very active on there. Peace out, guys. See you later. Stay cool. And thanks for supporting. We will see you on the next Twin Bill episode. See ya. Before it hits the front page, and while one needs for the latest Yankee trades, and while one.